You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, counsel. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Daniel, we are recording once again together. You know, it's not enough, that often that we actually get to be in the same room, so uh, are you ready for today? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Good, all right. Uh, we have a lot to get through. Uh, luckily, we didn't have an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week because of the vice presidential debates, and that's a whole other podcast, so we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, but um, we do have Gotham, Flash, Arrow, and the final two episodes of Fear of the Walking Dead Oh, for this season. I don't want people to think that the series is over. Well, I did some research. Um, they got renewed for another season. They did get renewed for another season, so that's interesting, which, you know, I, if they wanted... And we can get into this later, but if they wanted it to uh, be their final episode, like for the for the series, that this these two episodes really could have been that way. At least that's how I felt. Wow! So <laughs> built up a lot then. It did, it did. But first, let's get some uh, some superhero news, if you will. Uh, we have we didn't talk about it last week, but the I don't know if it had come out yet, but the poster for Logan, the third Wolverine movie, came out. Uh, did you see it? Yeah. Okay. Very interesting poster. I know. Uh, especially the fact that they called it Logan. I mean, the, the big the big rumor is that it's going to be Old Man Logan for a while now, uh, which is a hard sell, seeing as how you can't use a lot of the Marvel characters that are mentioned in there. They'll have to use X-Men characters to replace, like, the Red Skull, Hawkeye, uh, Spider-Man. You know, these are all characters that, that were used in the story. So how do you feel about that? I I don't know. I, I I feel like it's not gonna flow well. But I know that, you know, the Hulk and She Hulk incest obviously a big part of the old man storyline, so I know I've tossed it out before, Scarlet Witch and, you know, uh Pietro. Right, but I don't I don't know if Scarlet though they're able to use Scarlet Witch in the X Men universe since they've been he, he, she's used in the Avengers universe now. Now right. I know you got Quicksilver and Pietro, but uh because that's what they did in the two different movies but we have, uh, I think they've done a good job of making sure that one is called Quicksilver and the other one was called Pietro until he died in the Avengers, so they didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. But um, you're right, There's, it could be Magneto in, in Scarlet Witch, and there's your incest, but I doubt they'll do that because Michael Fassbender, I don't think we'd want to do that. Probably not. <laughs> well, I mean, he's done some fucked up shit. I mean, uh, he did the movie Shame and... He does a lot of crazy shit and a lot of fucking nudity in that movie, too. No. But, uh, <laughs> really? what I want, yeah, um, really good acting chops in that movie. Uh, but the thing I did want to say is maybe, uh, you know, they can include the Fantastic Four, have the incest that way with, uh, f- um, fuck the Human Torch and with, you Sue? know, yeah, with Sue. Okay, well, there you go. There's a, uh, that's something that, that could be done. But uh, let's talk about that poster first. So... As it's been brought to my attention, if you look really closely at the child's hand, if you want to call it a child's hand inside of Logan's hand, it, it's it got a, a, a an odd diamond shape almost like protruding from the skin, like underneath the surface of the skin. 
Right. And I didn't catch that. Uh, first time I saw the poster, I was like, all right, that's cool. That's interesting. Uh, you know, at least I know what's going on or what's going to happen in the movie. But yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Good catch, Rich. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Richard from uh, uh, the Mitch and Rich show actually pointed this out to me. So I think, and I, I, I don't know, like not having that pointed out to me, I imagine there's probably all kinds of speculation all over the internet about it, what it is, what it means. Uh, I haven't looked up any of it, but for what I would think, that that means Dakin, because you got the two claws that come out of the top of his hand, and then the claw that comes out the his wrist uh, from under that 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 could be implying. I'm pretty sure we can look it up, um, see if anybody's posted it on Reddit. I mean, oh. I have a feeling somebody will discuss that. Exactly, I wouldn't doubt it. But uh, just between me and you, what do you think? Do you think that's a possibility? I I hope so. I, I just don't know, you know, like you said earlier, I don't know how they're going to do the old man storyline. It could just be an older Logan, not exactly that storyline. Well, I mean, in the yeah, exactly. In the old man Logan storyline that uh, Mark Miller wrote, uh, it has, uh, he he does have kids, but they're not Dakin. And Dakin, he does, his kids don't go with him on the journey. Right. So I don't. I mean, if they do it, there might be change in the story. Maybe instead of Hawkeye, he has his kid come along with him to go across country to that's a good point to actually. kill uh, whatever they use for the Red Skull instead. Probably, probably uh, Omega Red. It could be Omega Red. I, he's you, Russian. He's Russian. Uh, maybe Mister Sinister. I could see that maybe. too. Uh, eh, we'll have to see. But then they also released another. They tweeted another picture of some. What they're calling R-rated footage or R-rated picture from the movie from the set, and it's a a man, or it's not a man, it's a hand holding a shotgun that's been obviously it looks ripped off. It doesn't look cut off, you know, to me. So that's pretty uh, brutal. <laughs> yeah, I would have to say I wonder. I'm I'm wondering what that implies because if it's ripped off, then maybe someone who's strong because in the storyline you have the Hulk is the one yeah. that's terrorizing the uh, Wolverine and his family so uh, obviously we can't have the Hulk ripping Wolverine's arm off but no. you could have maybe Colossus is a bad guy and he ripped off Logan's arm and told him you know even he knows that's going to grow, grow back but he's like hey, if you don't pay us our money we're going to come back and rip off more parts that's actually I love that you're getting in some so much detail I, I didn't even think about Colossus and especially <laughs> since they used them in Deadpool right definitely a character that they could use for it, the movie yeah, you never know you never know maybe it's Colossus' kids because that's it's right it's actually Hulk, the Hulk's kids not yeah. actually the Hulk but uh, yeah so we'll have to see uh, more television superhero news kind of television The Punisher The Punisher has started filming or at least yeah they started filming uh, for their Netflix series and we have uh, the actress who plays Karen Page from Daredevil, uh, I think her name is Deborah, Deborah something, uh, she is going to be showing up, or she has already showed up on set for The Punisher. That, I mean, you know, just from watching Daredevil season two with The Punisher, you, you know, that makes sense to yeah. have her cross over to The Punisher TV show. Right, I mean, with uh, as much times as uh, Matt as Daredevil interacts with The Punisher... Uh, she interacts with Frank, Frank Castle. Castle. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense that she'd be the one who's probably going to talk, try and be his conscience, or you know, his Jimmy Cricket, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, his moral compass. To, but we don't want that. We don't want that for you know, as people who watch The Punisher. Who who knows? Maybe the, uh, a fucking love triangle is going to happen because that's Another so one? <laughs> so fucking popular, man. Well, I mean, in the second season of Daredevil, you have 
obviously uh, Matt kind of pushing away from Karen and going towards Electra more. So maybe this will be. But that was, I felt like that was a love triangle that was done right. Fair enough. I mean, because it's 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 it. I think what it does it plays up more the fact that Matt is two different people. He is the Daredevil, and then he's also Matt Murdock. So Karen Page he represents that Matt Murdock side of his life, and then Elektra is the Daredevil side of his life that wants him to push it. He wants to push the boundaries. He wants to see what he can do and what he is capable of. Yeah, she really brings out that <laughs> I don't know aggressiveness, you know, yeah, definitely. in him. Yeah. Uh, and then they they finally also uh, released that they added three other actors to the cast. Now, most of them I can't say that I am very familiar with. Uh, I have seen them in other things, but I don't really know them all that well. We have uh, Ben Barnes, uh, I guess best known from Chronicles of Narnia, is going to be playing. Uh, will play Billy Russo, which if I remember from the Thomas Jane um, Punisher movie, I think the. Uh, Russo was the name of the, the, um, the, what's his name? John Travolta character. Oh, okay. The mob boss. Uh, no? I don't no. know. It, it might be, might not be. I'm guessing, you know, Russo sounds might, like it might be mobbish. So, not, not saying anything about you, Russo brothers, because you <laughs> make great movies, but, uh, yeah. So, he's playing Billy Russo. We have, uh, oh no, he was Saint. That was right. Howard Saint. So, that was totally out of left field and I'm wrong. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, we also have Eben Moss Backrack from Girls, and he'll he'll be playing Micro, a former NSA analyst whose secrets may be of great uh, value to Frank Castle. Yeah, it looks like uh, oh, he's Jigsaw. Yeah, Billy or Billy Russo is Jigsaw. So I guess that would be from the from the second the second the, the Punisher Warzone movie. Yeah. All right. Well, I knew I knew it from somewhere. I did see that terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that you know that movie's actually all not not all that bad. I think I think the the shooting of the movie is really terrible. The story is not that bad, and the the person that they got the the person they got for the actual actor, um, what I can't think of his name right now. He's in Thor. Yeah, he's in Thor. He plays a. Uh, and he was a villain in Dexter. Volstag. Yeah, yeah, he's a villain in Dexter. God, I can't think. Of, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he. Looks a lot like the Frank Castle from the you know the the Max series, so it was pretty dead on. Um, but other than that, it was pretty terrible. Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson was his name, as I heard from the Peanut Gallery. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the last actress that they added was Amber Rose Reva. Uh, it says she did things like Indian Summers and Son of God. Uh, joins as Dinah Madani, a highly trained, sophisticated Homeland Security agent. Who is vexed by the Punisher? So there you go, three new characters, three more people that we're gonna follow in the story of the Punisher in the Marvel Netflix series. Can't wait for this series to come out. I know it's gonna be awesome. He did some amazing things on Daredevil, so <laughs> I can only imagine what they're gonna do on his own. You know what's funny show. was uh, I was uh, scrolling through Facebook the other day, and someone I guess had put a supercut of all the different series along with the Iron Fist new trailer where they showed uh, how every Netflix Marvel character loves to fight in hallways. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I don't know if you haven't seen the new trailer for Iron Fist, there's a, a scene where he's in a hallway and he's just kung fuing everybody's ass. So, nice. it, it looks pretty awesome. Uh, Alright, that's all I have. Did you have anything that you wanted to get off your chest? 
No, you covered uh, you covered pretty much the uh, the poster uh, that I was going to talk about. But yeah, so we got it all. All right. Well, first thing we want to talk about is Gotham, and you know what? I think we're we're going to try and get away from recapping as much as we usually do, and we're just going to go ahead and uh, talk about the bigger things that happened in the episode. And I want to make one correction from last week. Last week I said at the end of the episode, uh, Selena is the one that comes through the door or comes through the window and, and surprises both uh, Bruce Wayne and Alfred. But it was actually the Bruce Wayne clone, yep. the long-haired clone. I I don't know why I put the one the the two together. Uh, long hair, maybe. I, maybe it's long <laughs> hair. But uh, what do you think of of the two? You know, the two of them interacting. At least uh, the actor. I, I can't think of his name, but the actor who plays Bruce Wayne having to play these dual roles. Um, you know, I actually saw an interview, or I guess I read an interview on ComicBook.com, and they asked him how you know they did all the takes, and he's like, you know. It's just so hard because I have to do all the scenes just by myself without the wig. Um, so there's nobody to play off because then they green, um, I shoot you know, for the clone and then they green screen it together. And that's how they put us. Um, so that's interesting. They don't, they don't have a stand-in for him to sit there and talk at. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought was weird. And he's like, so yeah, I'm just uh, talking to the air and then you know, back and forth. So... You know, he really has to use his acting chops if he wants to be able to pull it off, you know, well, both characters. I would say for a young a young actor, he I think he did pretty well. I uh, thought so, too. You know, there's not too many movies where, where, you know, the older actor does something like that. I think maybe the one thing that comes to mind right now is Multiplicity with Michael Keaton, where he plays the four different roles and he has to interact with all, all four of them, so... Um, and there was a fuck uh, a Tom Hardy movie, too, where oh, he... Oh, the, the Cray movie. Yeah, exactly. The Legend. Was it Legend? I think it was called Legend or Legends or something like that. Oh, I'm thinking of a spy movie. He had a he had a twin brother, and it, and basically it was him acting, you know, with himself. Oh, I don't, I don't same scenario. I don't know that one then. Uh, yeah, so you know that's uh, that was uh, the, the one part of that was uh, him having to interact with his clone and and. Uh, Basically, the clone, and I don't know, we're, we're calling him the clone right now. We don't exactly know what the, the story is or what, what, what's going on with him, but he does look like him. Uh, I know we talked about maybe he's Thomas Wayne Jr. at one point, yep. and, uh, which could be interesting. Do you, do you, what about like the whole uh, Tommy Elliott? You remember in the, in the comic Hush? book? Yeah, Hush. He, he, he eventually gets plastic surgery to make himself look like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Do you think this could be like them escalating something like that or like speeding it up? It it could be a possibility, but in season one he beats up Tommy. That's right. I totally forgot about that. You're 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 absolutely right. So no, we don't have a hush scenario going on there. I don't think. I don't think so either. I mean, that'd be really weird for Tommy to drop out of school, get kidnapped, <laughs> that Arkham, and then have that shit done. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be very odd. A very weird story. Um, I mean, the only thing that's really uh coming to mind right now is um i could totally see your clayface thing especially when um he was sparring with with alfred right right so you think maybe it's do you, do you believe in the whole like him having amnesia or do you think it's more of he's he's acting i think it's more of acting because the last time we saw clayface or if you want to call him that is when he took over the identity of uh jim gordon jim gordon right so uh, but what happened to him after that? Well, how would he have gotten back into the van or into he, Indian? He got arrested. Okay, fair so, enough. So I mean, he could have been in that. 
All right. And that van, too. But um, I, I honestly, I guess that's how the show really pulled me back in, drew me in. Is like, okay, shit, there's two Bruce Waynes running around. There's a cloud <laughs> and a real one. I was actually thinking, too, when I was watching the episode, I was like, what if... So, ultimately, we know the show is leading up to Batman, and the clone's already, you know, seems like a pretty fucking adapted fighter. Mm-hmm. So, what if you fucking kill... I feel it's going to get to a situation where it's like, Alfred, I'm the real one. Shoot him. No, he's the real one. <laughs> Alfred's going to fuck up and shoot the real Bruce, and then we're going to have this clone that already knows how to fight and be a badass and a ninja. <laughs> uh, you know what? If they did that, I would have to stop watching the show. <laughs> that would be pretty cliche and pretty terrible. So, um, I, I, I don't know, but you know, that, that's something that definitely could happen in this show. Uh, yeah. so I, I, we'll have to see. Um, I think it was interesting when he, when Bruce first hears Selena coming in through the window and tells the clone to go hide, because uh, to me, I, even though you do hear her make some noise before she comes in the window, it I saw glimpses of the adult Batman that he knows when people are coming from across the roof, you know, and he's like, I heard you three three houses down kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then he puts the clone away. But it's funny as the clone sitting there, like, listening, and he's obviously obsessing more about being Bruce. Yeah. To the point that uh, you see the classic him standing over a sleeping Bruce with a pair of scissors, and you're like, they, they want you to imply that he's going to kill Bruce, but you know what he's really going to do is cut his hair. Which I never get is in movies when people just take a pair of scissors and cut their own hair and then all of a sudden it comes out looking great. I know. <laughs> that would not fucking happen. You need clippers. Yeah, right? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, but then he, the whole reason Selena comes over is because she wants to talk to Bruce about helping her find poison or find Ivy. Uh, and we know what happened to Ivy. Yep. But she doesn't. Um, but he, Bruce is like, oh, I got way too many things going on right now. I can't help you. And she really throws it in his face that I helped you when you needed your help, and now you won't help me. Well, screw you. I'm taking off. Well, I always see Selena as selfish. She only basically cares for Firefly and for for Pepper. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, well, she's obvious. They're trying to make her be this character that will do anything for her friends. Whether, and I wouldn't say uh, Fish or, you know, any of the gang people that she runs around with are her friends, but, you know, obviously Firefly and uh, and Ivy are her friends. And yeah. Bruce is was almost getting there. Uh, whether or not she was doing things as, uh, when she was helping out Bruce was really for Bruce's benefit or she has, had some alternative motives is another story. Probably to gain his trust. Right. Especially if she's going to eventually be Catwoman. Right. So, yeah, definitely earn, earn that trust. Uh, when we finally uh, the the clone goes and steals a car from Alfred, uh, or I guess from the Wayne Manor, drives over to where somehow he knows where Selene is going to be hanging out at. And, How convenient. Right? <laughs> and, tells, and tells her, I'm ready to help you as Bruce. And she she's like, you look different and you seem different. But yet, I mean, obviously their haircuts are two completely different haircuts. But she doesn't quite pick up on it. Because why would you think there is another person that looks just like your friend Bruce Wayne? I mean, she might suspect it later, <laughs> especially all the crazy shit she's That's seen. That's true. There is a lot of crazy shit going on. So she, you could have that in the back of your mind. Well, this could be someone that has his face. Uh, how long do you think that they're going to keep this up? This part of the story. Um, be completely honest. I have a feeling it's probably going to be they're going to be done with a clone probably mid season finale. 
they can't keep running the story all season. It's just going to get old. Eventually, Bruce has to pick up on the clones' motives. Right. So I have a feeling they can't run with this for too long. Well, you know, uh, we we talked about how last season they talked about how it was the rise of the villains. That was the subtitle for the the season. Right. This season it's Mad City with all the different uh, villains villains running around that came from Indian Hill. However, this episode is very poignant for being called Mad City because we introduced the Mad Hatter with Jervis Tetch. Yep, which was the fucking wolf from... Right? <laughs> the <laughs> from alpha Walking wolf from, yeah. uh, from The Walking Dead, which I was like, I looked at him as soon as he came on screen, I was like, that's the wolf. <laughs> He's got a very like distinct face, so yeah. it, was, it was interesting to see him. Uh, what do you think of their portrayal of him? Um, okay, so from my understanding, and just from a couple of stories I've read where he's one of the bad guys, mainly, you know, I don't think he really uses a hypnosis, which is actually pretty cool to use on a TV show, but basically, he kidnaps people that look like Alice, and holds up against their will, and he gives them tea, and the tea's usually laced with, like, LSD or mushrooms, and they all just have a fucking trip. Um, and I know he's a petty thief. He does heist here and there and owns, you know, a hat shop. But other than that, that's all I know. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, the portrayals that I always see of uh, Jervis Tetch is that he uses tech to usually try and, uh, other than when he does the tea thing, he uses tech to, to control people. And uh, he his hat usually has some type of uh, antenna on it so that he can take over other people's minds. Uh, but this one, they, they use old-fashioned uh, hypnosis with uh, a clock or, or a stopwatch kind of thing. And, uh, I mean, I, I guess that's uh, okay, but um, we obviously don't need the tech part of it because this, this show obviously does things different. When he takes over the dude's mind and then shows up at that guy's house and has him... One, kill his wife, and then say, kill himself. I thought that was very Purple Man-like. It was. That, that's exactly what I was going for. I, I wondered if maybe that's what they were uh, trying to go for. Well, I mean, it worked for that scene in particular, but other than that, we didn't really have him, you know, mind control that often. Just uh, when he was with Barbara at the club, um, and, you know, obviously when he was trying to convince Gordon to jump off the building... Right. Um, obviously, they, they've changed it. Instead of being in, like in love with a person named Alice, now he his little sister is someone named Alice, and that goes along with the Alice in Wonderland. Do you not think that she's... I don't think that's his sister. He just told that to, to Gordon? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, he called her... Gordon called her Alice when he found her, and he's like, oh, right. yeah, your older brother's looking for you. He's like, no, I don't want anything to do yeah, with that see, weirdo. And that's what I was thinking is that he, he he said your older brother is looking for for you and she didn't deny that she has a brother or anything like that. So I still think that yeah, they're brother and sister, but maybe he could still be obsessed with her or infatuated with her. That's a little bit creepy if they are it's, sisters. It's more, well, it's more creepy, I guess, but uh if she, I mean, obviously she has some type of uh power. Power. I mean, it's, it seems like her blood is what affects people. Like, if you get any of her, uh, maybe sweat or blood or whatever on, on you. you bodily you, fluid. Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, 
if you take into Alice in Wonderland and how psychedelic it usually is portrayed, uh, and then you talk about how he uses uh, mushrooms or some type of LSD and is teed to manipulate them, this could be another thing. Like, her blood or her bodily fluids actually produce, like, an LSD effect on, on other people. But uh, her landlord, um, he kind of morphed out a little bit. Right, but he just kind of went crazy. It wasn't so much of, like, he was... Uh, like withering away it wasn't like it was like some type of uh that's true poison he because i thought by the time that gordon got there he would be dead but he was just inside the closet that's true yeah he was yeah he did come out of the closet and was like eh, and got on top of gordon trying to beat him up right and then uh, and then alice comes in and just lights him on fire so that was interesting too yeah Another thing, man, I can't believe that they're running with the Batman Returns story for for the Penguin. Right? I didn't, I didn't like that. I don't, I don't want that to be brought into this. I mean, the whole Penguin running for mayor. Yeah, it just was like really. It's been done before. Why again? Yeah, I don't know. It's it seemed uh, it seemed too far fetched even for this show for them to have him run as as uh, the mayor. But then. He goes and uses his not even having mayor powers yet to break or to get uh, the Riddler out of Arkham. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I like it for the fact that now we're going to see more Riddler because yeah. I like that character. But other than that, it, I don't know how I feel about this whole mayor story going. And I, that standoff they had in the restaurant with the mayor—I thought that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. And then and I, I you know. Once again, we have to talk about Valerie Vale and the whole Lee thing because Lee is now coming back and she's going to get a job at, uh, at the hospital. At the hospital, and then her fiance, who the fuck man, <laughs> he is actually the the actor who played John Travolta's son in uh, the Punisher. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So both of his sons, because the guy played the two twin brothers that were the the gang members or whatever they were but that's funny because we talked about it earlier yeah and then it turns out that he's fucking falcone's son yeah he's falcone's son so but he's not allowed to use the falcone name because he's supposed to make a legitimate life instead of one that's with crime crime so i imagine at some point he's going to eventually turn to crime and yeah and and gordon's going to be there to stop him or to do something or he's going to see it and he's going to be like should i tell lee should i not tell lee well, I mean, he did say, oh, by the way, I'm going to have to kill you if you break our heart. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, yeah, they're already planting the seeds of, oh, well, you're just jealous. Yeah. I was thinking about this. They definitely play Valerie Vale as a reporter. Mm-hmm. However, Vicky Vale is supposed to be a photojournalist. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to take the camera. She take pictures. She doesn't actually do any reporting. In the games, um, she's a news anchor woman. Really? In the Arkham games, yeah. Huh. So they've changed her character. Yeah, and I mean, she was created in the, what, 80s, I believe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, I think, I'm, I'm almost going to say that her first, she might have been created just for the 89 movie. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I know she appears in comics now, too. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah well, she, wasn't she the one that died? Well, obviously, uh, that storyline <laughs> has been wiped with New 52 and now Rebirth, but uh, she was the one that, was, that died and they framed uh, Bruce Wayne for her murder. Oh, shit, maybe. I think, yeah. So, And that's when Bruce Wayne was uh, fugitive and then murderer and stuff like that. But, uh, anything else about the Gotham episode? Um, I'm trying to 
uh, really think. Um, oh, I did want to bring back um, the Mad Hatter. Do you think that Barbara's going to try to learn, you know, his techniques and use that on Gordon to fall in love with? I think that's definitely what went through her mind when he when she first started asking him because he's like, "Well, can I make them do whatever they want?" And he's like, "Oh no, you can only make them do things that they're okay with doing." Uh, but obviously, he found a way around that. Yeah, but, I have a feeling he'd be okay with it though because. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> exactly. He'd definitely be okay. I mean, she, if she paid him enough, uh, and obviously they didn't they didn't kill him off at the end of the episode, so yeah. he's gonna be around for a while. Probably escape from. Are we even talking about Arkham or Indian Hill anymore? Okay, Arkham. There we go. Yeah, escape yeah, from Arkham. Yeah, Indian Hill is, is shut down. And yeah, we haven't heard any more from the Court of Owls at this moment. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if we're we're done with Gotham, we'll go ahead and go over to the Flash. Yeah, which was a terrible episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I ah oh, man. The rival took me out of the whole scenario, out of the whole episode. His costume is fucking ridiculous. It, it does not look good at all. It looks terrible. Well, okay. Yeah, the rival, they got his, his civilian name right, the whole Edward Claris. What does that have to do with the whole uh, alchemy, Dr. Alchemy talking to him at the end of the episode? I have no idea. doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> I mean, obviously we're going to find out, I guess, in the next episode. Hopefully. But, oh, man. So, we're basically starting off three months after after what happened uh, at the end of last season. And yeah. Barry has been living in this in, in this new world, this new timeline, where he uh, uh, his parents are both alive. And he's building up, took him three months to build up the courage to talk to Iris again. What a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. This is something I thought was interesting. So, he goes through and he does the whole... Doc Brown explanation from uh, fucking Back to the Future Part 2 of this is us, this is where I went back to, and here's where I made a mistake and, and changed the timeline, and now we have an alternate timeline. I need to go back and stop that from happening. However, if you look at it this way, this might actually be the correct timeline, because the reverse Flash was the first one to go back and kill his mother, thus changing the timeline. That's true. So... Yeah, Wally is dying in this timeline, but who are you to mess with that? That's the that's that's probably the correct timeline right there. I didn't even think about it that way. Right? That's what I was thinking. It was like you actually went and corrected the timeline by not not letting uh, the Reverse Flash kill your mom. And uh, I found it so interesting. Well, I guess um, it makes sense since uh, Thon was locked up that no Wells existed in that timeline. I mean, he probably existed, but it was probably, you know, happily married with his wife somewhere else. Right, yeah. They, she'd be, yeah. she'll be, yeah, they'd be wherever they were supposed to be. Or they might have came to Cent- uh, Central City and uh, started up uh, Star Labs, but left because the building was still there. And they even said at the one point that it hasn't been Star Labs since forever because oh, yeah. Cisco, Cisco bought it because it it he had some billionaire idea for apps or something like that. Self-entitled asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, I, I liked this like this version of Cisco, but I'm I'm very glad that they uh, that this won't be a permanent thing because I like the the other Cisco a lot better. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, Barry's like, oh, my timeline, you have powers. He didn't mention that <laughs> he at didn't all. Mention it, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, you might not have a lot of money, but you have power. <laughs> yeah, you're one of us. <laughs> you're a meta. Uh, 
My favorite line out of this episode was probably like, have I been kidnapped? <laughs> that was great. The whole uh, Caitlyn stuff was, was amazing. Yeah. But I, she was like, because uh, he goes, well, he's a, she's a scientist. She's part of our team on the other timeline. She's like, I'm not a scientist. I'm, uh, a, I'm an eye doctor. I'm an eye doctor. I was like, well, if you're a doctor, you still had to go to school. You had to take chemistry classes. So technically you are a scientist. But uh, she did. She was helpful. Yep. Um, one thing that I thought was weird was the whole idea was that he could he kept Thawne inside of a specialty glass prison, and it was because of the glass that he couldn't use his powers, but the bars didn't have any glass on them. I know. I felt like he could have reached out, you know, shaken his hand and broken the lock and got the fuck out. <laughs> so I, th- that whole part was weird, and then like he was like, uh, as soon as you, or you keep using your powers, which then makes you start losing your memory and soon you'll you'll forget that you were the flash which he says that you'll forget you were the flash but he doesn't say that you won't have your powers anymore that's true that's what i thought was weird but uh at one point he was using his powers and um oh and he was trying to save wally he was trying um he was using his powers to create that tornado and he lost his power for a minute and that's why wally fell but see i have to say was did he actually lose his powers or did he forget how to use his power Oh, that's a really good point. So that's what I was wondering. Is like, would his body still have the flash power in him, but he just wouldn't remember that he actually has the powers? He would probably forget then that he has all the powers. Yeah. How do you feel about the fact that this whole Flashpoint ep- was one episode? They didn't do that storyline justice at all, and they've been working up to it, saying like, oh yeah, this is going to be Flashpoint, this is going to be Flashpoint, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> They did. They played it up and they kept saying, oh, it's going to have ramifications in all of the Arrow universe. Is it? I don't know, which we have to talk about when we talk about Arrow, obviously. (laughs) Okay. Um, Another thing, too, about this episode, it's just, um, I felt that it got Wally's character wrong. He's not, I don't feel like he's that cocky from what I've read before. Um, I just, I know he's a smartass. And I feel like he was more cocky than he was a smartass. Right, yeah. They didn't, they... Well, you know, this is also the the second Wally because we now with Rebirth we have two Wallys in the universe. So it's not the regular Wally West that we've known for what fifty odd years. This is the the Wally West that we had just from Flashpoint. That's true. Or or I should say New Fifty Two. I'm sorry. No, so you're right. uh, I don't. I haven't read anything with the with that new Wally. So I don't know if they're portraying this character right or not. Okay. I mean, I I just feel like uh, it was a letdown. Right. Especially since season uh, season two, they were building up fucking Wally the whole time, too. Right. Exactly. Oh, and I did want to ask you, the, uh, the chick that Cisco made out with in Star Labs, was that fucking uh, uh, Wells' daughter? I don't know. I don't think it was. Cause okay. Because she wouldn't... They, they could still meet. They could, yeah. It just looked, you know, it looked like her, but I wasn't sure. I, yeah, I don't think it was, but uh, you, you might have caught it and I didn't. So we'll have to go back and look that up. But I guess it doesn't really matter anymore because that, that timeline's gone. Yeah, it's been wiped out. <laughs> I will say this. Um, I did feel that the Thawne that we saw, you know, the different actor, not the Wells um, actor. Um, I felt that he was actually an intimidating villain. He is, and I, I thought it was very unfortunate that... We didn't get to see a lot of him when we first saw the Reverse Flash in season one. Yeah, uh, and not that Tom Cavanaugh is bad. I love Tom Cavanaugh, but Matt Lesher definitely brings a whole new uh, intimidation 
perspective to the character Reverse Flash. He does, and I mean, if he did say, you know, like, there's going to be ramifications of what you've done, I have a feeling that we're actually going to see that actor a lot more. And I'm actually excited and looking forward to seeing that. Right, and I hope that we'll have to, we'll have Tom Cavanaugh playing Wells, and then we'll have Matt Lesher playing the Reverse Flash, and that will be more thing, uh, or more, you know, what it is. I think, didn't, when we talked about the this season of, of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, we saw we said that he's going to be on, on the Legion of Doom, didn't we? Matt Lesher? I think so. I think we said that. Okay. Yeah, I think that was the last episode that right. we talked about it. Um, we'll have to... With uh, the the whole... Him laughing at Barry at the end of the episode because he had, Barry had to go and beg him to kill his mom. Uh, that was fucking evil. Right? That was terrible. But um, we had we had to go and get... Uh, or he, he had to... He goes back to the house and Iris isn't there. Yeah, and that's the big change because Reverse Flash says, uh, this everything's, is the right time "Everything's time. right for me. You're gonna have to find out what's right wrong for you now." Yeah. Like as if he knew. And I, I wonder if that's supposed to be like a whole time travel thing that his memories are constantly changing, so that because he since he's from the future, he knows what already happened. Yeah. So maybe there's something big that's gonna happen that's happening between him and Iris. Maybe. So I, do you think that the, what the whole thing? Because at first when the Iris was in there, I thought they were going to be they're going to play it off as she's dead. But, oh. but they didn't do that. They went with the whole she's not she's not happy with her dad. They don't talk to each other. So is that what the, a lot of this season is going to be about? The Flash trying to get Iris and and uh, Joe to talk to each other. Oh god damn it! I I wouldn't be able to handle it for too long. <laughs> I lose interest really quickly. That's what I and I I wanted to say was that when. When Barry had to take care of the two cyclones that Rival created, mm-hmm. he starts to run, and, and, he, and he's going to run the opposite direction to dissipate him. He, uh, he, he, he can't find it in himself to do it anymore. So then Iris jumps on the microphone and is like, I don't know what happened in the previous timeline, but on this one I know that I love you, and all that crap. It's just like, do you remember when we used to actually have the show and they used to have science solve the problem? Now we're having love solve the problem. Yeah. It's like... Come on, guys. Well, you know... Um, he needed a pep talk to beat the Cyclones? <laughs> I guess he was feeling down on himself. And, it, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there. You know, um, during fuck uh, Blackest Night, you know, he gets a, the blue ring because of hope. Because he's so hopeful. So he needed that hope in order to run and, you know, dissipate the Yeah, but tornadoes. the idea is that when he gets the blue ring, it's because he inspires hope. This is someone else giving him hope. So Iris would be the one that gets the ring. <laughs> okay. Got a good point. I'm just saying that you used to have uh, either Wells jump on the microphone or Cisco jump on the microphone or Caitlin jump on the microphone and be like, oh, well, this X plus Y plus Z means that if you do this, we'll be able to, to take care of the problem. But now it's, it's, hey, Barry, I love you and I'll always love you. All right. Well, I now have the power to take care of this problem. It's like, come on! Yeah, that was cheesy. Spend, you already spend so much time on just, uh, you know, with all the the lovey dovey stuff. Why can't we have one part be about the science and the action? No, that's actually a good point. <laughs> because nothing much scientists remember. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Barry is supposed to be a forensic scientist, yet every episode he seems to get dumber, and someone else has to explain to him how science works. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, I mean, uh, I am really uh, this episode really upset me more than anything else, just because 
we were promised a lot, and we get one episode, which is kind of just uh, a rehash of another episode that we had in, se- in season two. They they already did this whole thing where he went back in time, changed something, and came back. You remember with the Pied Piper? Yeah, the Pied Piper, exactly. So we what we just we we did the same episode. So shouldn't be time rates running around too now because he time traveled. <laughs> That's what they said. That's what they right. set up. But no, we're not gonna have. We don't have it here because he set everything right. I guess. All right. Fine. <laughs> sure, we'll give it to them. Do you uh, think uh, Fawn dropped off Barry at a different timeline, but not his timeline? Uh, no, I think that. I think it's it's well. See that that's when you get crazy. If you want to think that every time you make something a change and you create a whole new timeline, then. This is a completely different timeline. It just happens to be very similar to the one that he left. Okay. I don't. I don't think that there's going to be a time when uh, Barry can be like, "Well, Iris and Joe are mad at each other in this timeline. I'm going to go find my correct timeline and just start traveling." I don't think that's what's going to happen. Okay. However, I do think the one big change, and this is what they always they kept saying about uh, Flashpoint, is going to be a big change in the rest of the Arrow universe. Mm-hmm. I think what you're going to find out is in the next episode or maybe a few episodes down the line, he's, they're going to be like, there's going to be a big problem. And a problem that Flash can't take care of himself. And someone's going to say, well, you should go get Supergirl. And he's going to be like, well, I can't travel to another dimension to get her. And they're going to be like, what are you talking about? You she's just in, No, no, no. <laughs> oh. They're just going to be, she's just in natural, National City. Just just run over there. And that's the, the big timeline change is going to be that Supergirl is now part of this universe. That's true. And the, and. To everybody else other than Barry, she's always been a part of this universe. That's true. That's what I think is going to be the big change. I mean, we, I mean, it's you know, season premiere. They haven't dropped her name yet, so it might right. come up soon. Right? Yeah, yeah. You got a point. All right. Anything else you want to talk about, Flash? No, this episode disgusted me. It pissed <laughs> me off. <laughs> Which then brings me into Arrow because I was super happy with this episode, dude. <laughs> I, I feel like they went back. To their fucking roots in this episode just getting so gritty again <laughs> i i loved it because well trust me i don't like i don't like ollie ollie killing ollie has killed in the past yes but he does everything else he can to not kill and i'm talking about in the comic books in the, right. in the show obviously yes oliver has killed first <laughs> episode first season was about him just killing people left yep. and right straight left up and right. murder <laughs> uh this one we get to see him kill again and and it was because he's like I can't let anybody know my secret. And I was like, well, I guess yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> there wasn't much else you could do about it. What, you know, okay, uh, just the logic behind the whole motive for killing too was uh, fucking. You promised your best friend that you'd never kill again, and you go back on your word. You kill uh, you kill fucking Damien Dark, and so you start killing again, and then you fucking tell. Um, Thea, like, oh, like, you know, I had to kill because I had the opportunity to kill Damien in, in the prison, but I just didn't go to. If I would have killed him, you know, uh, Laura would have still alive. So I was like, what, you know, <laughs> so you're going back on your word. You're breaking your promise to your friend so you can uphold, I guess, something An- else. It's another promise that he thinks he's made with Laurel, which brings us to the actual promise that he made with Laurel. The big thing that we were all kind of wondering what it was that she, she told him that we, they cut away from. And the fact that they revealed it in this episode, and this is what they revealed, that she asked him not to let the Black Canary legacy die, die, 
I was just like, well, that seemed dumb for them to hide it from us for yeah. for epi- for like a handful of episodes. I thought it was going to be, you know, because it's a CW show, um, I thought that they're, it's going to be like, oh, you know, I love you and I'm stupid, and, you know, and blah, blah, kiss me again, Ollie, or tell you that you love me. I thought that's what they were going to go with. But yeah, I, that was kind of disappointing. Just like, oh, don't let the legacy die. <laughs> so one of uh, our people on, on Facebook, one of our followers, he... He told me, because we already have someone portraying the Black Canary uh, persona, right? Right. Uh, but what if down the line he came up with this theory that because we already had we've already had two Black Canaries, we had Sarah and we had Laurel, right? Right. Now the Black Canary in the comic book, she goes by Dinah. And they decided not to do that in this one because they gave the Dinah name to the mom. Mm-hmm. What if down the line we find out that Dinah, the mom, had yet another daughter and then he find, falls in love with that one again? Oh, that'd be awesome. And they, her name is Dinah also. That'd be pretty cool. But I actually think what they're going to do is um, they're probably going to recruit that imposter. Well, yeah, I, I, I know that's what they're going to do for this season. But I'm just saying somewhere, okay. somewhere down the line that they do that so that so that they finally can put Ollie and Dinah together. I hope so. Because, man, that's fucking bullshit, man. What, <laughs> all, uh, what fucking Felicity pulled. She has a boyfriend. And why is she still living at the fucking loft, you know? I thought she would get kicked out. Well, see, that's the thing is that it's it's a CW show. And they don't want to make new sets off, often. So okay. places like that just get switched between characters. So obviously it used to be Malcolm Rowan's. Yep. Then it became Thea's. Then it became Thea and Ollie's. And then it became Ollie and Felicity's. And now it's just Felicity's. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah, of course, we're going to have another fucking love triangle because that's what fucking CW loves. <laughs> God, Felicity needs to die. Well, I, I thought it was funny that uh, the guy playing Felicity's boyfriend mm-hmm. is... His name is Tyler Ritter. Jason Ritterson. I don't know if you know... No, I'm saying Jar- John Ritterson. Uh-uh. Actor who uh, who passed away not too long ago while he was doing uh, Simple Rules... Nine Simple Rules for Dating My Daughter, Teenage Daughter, something like that. He was on Stephen King's It. He was in Three's Company. He was a big actor. But uh, he has two sons, two actor sons, Tyler and Jason. Jason's been in a lot of things. Tyler's been in a few things, and this is the thing that he's in now. And he's playing uh, a cop for Star City. Yeah. Where obviously uh, Mr. Detective or Sergeant uh, Lance no longer works for the PD. So sad. <laughs> he, he took he became the partner of his old partner. So yeah. uh, once again, she has all these secrets that she's going to have to keep from her boyfriend because she works with the arrow and all that stuff which, which brings me to the next point man because they're like oh hey by the way you should put a new team together and you have a big issue with fucking you know revealing your identity so that i just thought that was fucking retarded <laughs> that no <laughs> uh the people that we know already are supposed to be on his new team is going to be this wild dog character which is played by rick gonzalez uh, right. The new Black Canary, which is we saw last season mm-hmm. because her parents died, um, and then uh, we had the, the it's going to be Mister Terrific, which yeah. we have uh, Curtis Holt Holt playing instead of instead of uh, what, what's his name in the comic book? 
It's is it Terry Holt? It's Michael Holt. Michael Holt. Michael Holt. So uh, he gets jumped <laughs> by a couple of gang guys or you know just know, muggers or something like that. But we don't see what happens. He just it, they cut away and then later on he shows up at the Arrow Cave and uh, he's just like, "You need to start teaching me." And it's like, wait, what? What happened back there? Did they just beat him up and leave? Did he beat them? Did he fight them? I, did they rob him? <laughs> did they rob him? I don't know. I, I was like, why did they just go away from that? Did someone save him? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Mad Dog saved him, but Wild then, Dog or Wild Dog, but then Wild Dog would have probably. Well, plus he just got an arrow in his leg not too long uh, at the beginning of the episode, yeah. so I don't think he's going to be helping anybody right away. <laughs> um, so. I was thinking, why don't they recruit the guy that trained um, uh, Laurel? Wildcat? Yeah. I don't know. He would be a perfect candidate for that shit. He would. Hopefully he shows up and he maybe he'll help them learn how to fight. Or or Vixen. She's been to the show. She has. Oh, wait. uh, She's actually going to be in a few episodes of... of, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. But the character of Vixen in Legends of Tomorrow is supposed to be her grandmother. Oh, oh, that's right, because of time travel. Right. Um... So, besides that, I mean, I was also thinking... Oh, shit, I actually just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the love triangle stuff was also terrible. Again, yeah. once again. We're, it, we're, but it's something that we're just going to have to deal with. It, it's always going to show up. Yeah. The fight scenes. The fight scenes were incredible. Yes. The, the way they're doing action in this season... It was a lot like how they were doing action at the end of last season, and I thought it was just great. So, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that they're getting back to those roots, and... All that good stuff. The choreography, man, is right. amazing. Now, at one point, uh, we see that some cops kind of end up getting uh, awards for helping the Arrow or someone. You know, they ended up stopping what was happening. Uh, one of those cops comes out of the precinct at the end of the episode, and he gets shot with an arrow. Yeah. And he he looks up. And he's like, he thinks it's the Green Arrow, and he's like, I thought you were a good guy now. What are you doing, Green Arrow? And the guy comes out of the shadows, and once again, he's like, I'm not the Green Arrow, and he puts another arrow in the guy, killing him. Yep. I don't know who this is supposed to be. If this is supposed to be Prometheus, like we talked about before, I don't know. I I got, especially since he had the sword, I felt I got more of a um, League of Assassins, or League of Shadows uh, vibe from him. Okay. Well, I guess this kind of brings me to the next thing. I know that Green Arrow or Oliver Queen uses a bow and arrow, but he has other villains that use weapons that aren't bows and arrows. But so far in this show, we've had Malcolm, we've had Malcolm, we've had Nessa, we had uh, 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 Cupid, and uh, we have Thea, and you know Roy <laughs> and Roy. Yeah, I mean Roy and Thea, it makes sense because they're following his footsteps, but. Yep. We don't need to keep giving us more arrow bad guys. <laughs> like he he should you should show off his ability to fight other bad guys. Like when they brought they brought back uh, when they brought in the the um, Captain Boomerang. You know he was a good villain for him to fight because they have similar fighting styles, but they're not exactly the same. You know what I mean? Right. I I I mean he's already. And, I mean, if they do something with guns, you know, we've obviously seen him kick and kill people's asses I have and use guns. So, I, I mean, they it's probably a good thing, though, that they're stepping away because they tried doing all the magic shit with uh, Damien and it didn't really balance out too well. So, 
I think they're just gonna just gonna recycle, you know, bows and arrows. To be completely honest. Yeah, I mean, it's it probably it's probably better like uh, thematic, not thematically, but for for filming to do arrows instead of guns. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea if it does or not, but I just think maybe because it's it's more dramatic to see someone pull back a bow instead of just pulling a trigger. That's true. Um, I am interested in finding out who this guy is or woman, you know, because they don't, you know, he doesn't really show it, and what their motive is for wanting to take down the arrow. Yeah. And uh, the, the flashbacks in Mother Russia do anything for you? Uh, not so much, because they kept trying to play it up as like, oh, well, Oliver might get killed here. So like, well, no, he didn't. We, it's a flashback. We, <laughs> we know, know happens. <laughs> we know he's going to be okay. Uh, the whole fact that the, the reason he's in Russia is that he's going to pay back the debt that he owes to, uh, I forget what her name was, but on the island that helped him. Right. Right. Because uh, she said she wanted to go back to Russia and kill Ko- Kosvar, whatever his name was. And he's like, well, I guess I'll go do that now. And then he uses his buddy that he helped get off of the, the ship. KG Beast. The, oh, is that? No, that's not KG Beast, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, I, I googled um, that guy's name and it came up with KG Beast. Wow, so the Green Arrow and KG Beast are friends. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no Batman here. Well, so. wait. You mean the, his friend is is KG Beast or the the guy he's going no, to kill? No, the Russian guy that he, that he helped get off the ship. That's is, KG Beast. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Interesting way for them to take the story. Um, but obviously, he's using that as a you know a way to get into the Russian mob mob. And he obviously is pretty high in the organization for him to get the to to stop the other guy from shooting him. Yep. Uh, the flashbacks at this point right now are not interesting to me. I shit, I mean honestly we've talked about this before. I wonder what they're going to do out there this season because only five years away from home. So, like I said, maybe they can do flashbacks within you know his time in Star City when he came back. Of shit that we didn't see to tie loose ends. Maybe I don't know. Fair enough. Uh, I I think that's uh, what we're going to have to to wait for for the rest of the season and, and find out what happens. Yeah, uh, we're coming up at the end of the hour, so we're going to save Fear for the Walking Fear of the Walking Dead for next week. Okay, and uh, you know we'll, we'll definitely have that to, to talk about, and we'll see what everybody else had to think about the the final two episodes. Um, Daniel, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me at Daniel Von Helvet. And you can find me at, at agent underscore of the underscore bat. You can also find Geek Elite Radio at Geek Elite Radio on, on Twitter. And come over to Facebook, where it's facebook.com backslash Geek Elite Radio, where we have most of our conversation and do most of our community there because, you know, people like to talk on Facebook. But after that, go check out our website, geekleetradio.com, where we have archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next week, this is Televised Heroics for Geek Elite Radio Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.